Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. And I am so grateful that yet again, you all have chosen to join me for another episode. And I am really looking forward to the episodes here in October, because I will be doing a series of sorts. I'm very, very excited about some things that I will be sharing, and just hoping that it will impact you as much as it has helped me. And just so grateful that you're here. The past few weeks in my house have been eventful as there's been a COVID outbreak in Ava's school. So we've been dealing with that and doing work and school from home. Well, I do work from home all the time, but doing school from home. And so that has been, you know, trying like always. But Ava, I just, just let me brag a little bit on her. She, when fifth grade started, she said that now that she was in fifth grade, that she was going to take more ownership of her stuff. And I was like, Oh, interesting. wonder what that means. So she said that she would be getting up early, she would set her own alarm. And I'm like, wait, who raised this child? Who is this? Who is this child? Because I will say, no reflection on Brie, but she would have never done that at 10 or 11 years old. And so Ava was like, I am going to you know, I just, I I just feel like it's time. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to make my own breakfast. I'm going to make my lunch. And you can check it and make sure it's healthy, mom. And I'm just like, whoa, who is this? And so she's done it all along ever since school started. So then when the COVID thing happened, and we came back to being at home for school, I said, Hey, Ava, you don't have to get up at six now. Like, you know, you can sleep in a little later. She said, Oh, no, no, I don't want to mess up my routine. I like my routine. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, this child, like, I don't know, it didn't come from me. I I, I mean, I get up early every single day, just because that's how my body is. But it was just really, I'm like, Oh, my God, she's growing up. And then she had a birthday this week, too. So that's been really exciting. And we had a picnic at the park since no friends, um, because of the COVID thing. But anyway, so grateful that everybody's healthy. And in my home, we didn't have any positive COVID tests. So I was really happy about that. In thinking over the past few weeks about the month of October, and I wanted to do a series, I have, I read this book. And many of you may have already read it. I had heard of it before, but had never read it. And it's by Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's The Four Agreements. And for me, this book has been a life changer just for my mental, my mental aspect more than anything else. But if you haven't ordered a copy, I will be happy to share a link with you, but you can find it if you want to listen to it audible or it's anywhere really you can get it on Amazon or your local bookstore. But the ideas that you'll find in this book are a code of conduct that we can use 
to really transform our own lives. And the author, Ruiz, he was a teacher and a healer who dedicated who was who is dedicated to helping readers kind of create a new experience of freedom and of happiness and love. And his ideas really have healed the wounds and sparked growth in people all over the world for more than 20 years, probably, probably close to 30. And I thought when I was reading this book of how much as a mother, and as someone who tries to inspire and encourage other parents to kind of live this wholehearted way of living, I just felt like that I really wanted to dedicate some time to this. And in the book, The Four Agreements, the subtitle is A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. And the concept of that has been like going around and around in my head for the past few weeks since I decided on doing this. And so much life advice is vague or hard to apply, right? But in in this book, Ruiz's ideas are very specific and, and pragmatic in a way. And so I just wanted to share these with you and kind of go through a guide. And I'm, I'm going to do the overall um, for this podcast on the four agreements, kind of the overall. And then each week um, for the month of October, I'm going to get into each specific agreement and kind of dig a little deeper in each one and really want to share with you the impacts that it has made on me. And I believe that there are simple ways to honor ourselves as we learn and as we grow in this process of parenting and becoming better humans, better mother, better fathers. And so I just wanted to share with you guys because it's really made a profound impact on my mind and in my heart. And so I wanted to share with you. The first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. Ruiz says everything you feel or believe or say that goes against yourself is a sin. You go against yourself when you judge or when you blame yourself for anything. Being without sin is exactly the opposite. Being impeccable is not going against yourself. So not saying anything negative. When we are impeccable with our words, we take the responsibility for our actions. We do not judge it and we do not blame others. We just accept responsibility. And if you think about it, what could be more loving than embracing honesty without judgment? Ooh, that's a that's a big one for me, right? When you embrace the wrong, whatever you've done or whatever it is without judgment. And yet this can be so hard to do. And especially as women, I think that we're taught that blaming ourselves is natural and normal. And even when the true fault lies with someone else, like think about how many times we say, I'm sorry, I have really tried to help my girls, Ava, whatever, to not say, I'm sorry. What, did you do anything wrong? No, so don't say you're sorry. But speaking with integrity and saying only what you mean are powerful ways to remain authentic 
to ourselves and to embrace the first agreement to being impeccable with your word, you want to take note of your inner dialogue. And I think I've stated before, maybe in a previous pre- previous episode, where I kept a journal, where I talked about my internal dialogue. And so when I noticed myself becoming negative, put it lovingly on pause, like just put that negativity on the shelf. And then you can when you catch yourself being negative, then you can say an affirmation out loud to kind of recenter yourself. Stop apologizing for everything. And when you find yourself starting a sentence with, I'm sorry, consider how else to introduce your ideas. Part of, quote, not going against yourself and standing tall for you in your internal beliefs slow down. We're living in such a, you know, fast paced world that encourages speaking without thinking. Breathe before you speak. Make sure you know exactly what you want to say and why. Next week, when I go in detail about the first agreement, being impeccable with your word, this to me is the most important part. Being impeccable with your word. I cannot wait to share with you some of the insights in my own personal life that I've had. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. Mm. That one is a hard one for me because I can take things personally. I think the priceless nugget of truth here is that everyone in the world is self-centered, right? And our reactions And their reactions to us are driven by hopes and fears about themselves, right? And it's so easy to take any nasty comments to heart or to be hurt by accusations. Small example, when I started my podcast, I had gotten like really good reviews from everyone. And then all of a sudden, I got this one review where this person said, like, I'm not even going to repeat it, said something very a unkind and B wasn't even true. And I was like, well, clearly they didn't even listen to that episode because that's not even what I said. And do you know, I have remembered that more than I've remembered all the great things that people say. So I think it's so easy for us to take all these nasty comments, like personally, right? But when we can learn to become immune to the opinions and the actions of other people, then we save ourselves all this needless suffering and hand wringing that we do. Mothers both know this and teach it to their children. And so understanding the motivations of other people and protecting yourself from their words helps mothers all over the world navigate our family dynamics, right? And shield our kids from emotional pain. So I think if you want to embrace this second agreement, You can practice empathy. That would be one. If someone says something that hurts you or stings you, what do you do? What do you tell your kids? You put your shoes, you put yourself in the other person's shoes. What might be motivating to this negativity instead of feeling hurt, try to understand the root cause. Like try to think, why is this person being this way? 
Another thing that can help you to remember the second agreement is remember yourself. Remember who you are. Opinions and observations can be especially hard to ignore when they've got a grain of truth truth to them, right? They can be really, really hard to accept. So be open to that. If someone tells you you're stuck up, you're arrogant, step back from that statement and examine the meaning. If what they're really saying is pride in your accomplishments, well, that's nothing to be ashamed of. And so we can remember who we are to recontextualize criticism. You do this for your kids. Now do it for yourself. Right, moms? Do it for yourself. And be patient. Living by this agreement is it's just hard, right? It's just difficult. It's hard to do. And learning not to take things personally, give yourself time to adjust to a new way of understanding people and what they say and how for it not to even bother you. And if you feel wounded by a comment or a judgment, go back to the first agreement and remember not to judge or blame yourself. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. It is so easy for us to slip into the assumption world. I do it all the time. And I, since I have been really digging into this book, I am, I am just trying not to make assumptions. We lead busy, full lives and often don't have time to investigate things as fully as we should, right? So we should take, we take the tidbits and, and what we think we know and make some mental leaps. This is disrespectful to ourselves and it's disrespectful to our others. To channel the wisdom of this advice, don't make assumptions, we must be patient, we must ask questions, and never assume we possess knowledge we haven't earned. Quick story. I had been reading this book and I've listened to it and read it through, I don't know, three or four times now. And so I'm, I am, I'm going to be 100% honest. I am an aggressive driver and I don't have red rage, but I get really annoyed with people driving because inside joke, since I've been 10, eight or 10, I really think I'm a good driver. And I said that when I was then, when I was eight and 10 years old and really thought that and believe that. And I still believe I'm a good driver, but I really get annoyed with people and Ava tells me all the time, mom, you know, you're always talking to everybody driving, please stop. And so being that I am really trying to be impeccable with my words and that words are so powerful and they, life and death is spoken in the word. And I know that I have, you know, knew me, right? I'm driving, people get in my way, they don't turn when they're, whatever. So the other day we left tennis and we're driving and this there, I guess there is a wreck on the right side of the road and I'm in the fast lane. So everybody's slowing down. I slowed down and I did not see this guy was trying to get over in this big, huge truck. He was trying to get over. And finally I saw him and then I, I stopped so he could get over and he had his head out the window and he said, called me some very unpleasant names and was screaming at me and like saying, and 
like saying like, you know, blank you and you stupid, I, you know, whatever. And I just looked and I smiled, right? Because I am determined, I'm, I'm really going to be impeccable with my words. And Ava goes, Mom, you smiled. I said, I know. I said, he can call me that and I still let him in front of me. It's no problem. It's fine. Hi, how are you? I was waving, smiling at him. I waved and it wasn't like a bad wave. It was a nice wave. And so happens to be we come up to a stoplight and he's beside us. And he looks over and just smiles. And it was a smile of, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. That's what the smile was to me. And all I kept thinking was, oh my gosh, I'm impeccable with my words right now. And it created this. And the guy waved and went, he turned off. And I thought like it was very, it was kind of emotional for me. I remember driving in the car and I was like, that was an immediate to me being impeccable. I didn't holler back at him. I didn't say, well, you're an idiot. I didn't see you. What do you want me to, whatever. I, that is just an example of not assuming, right? And trying to live up to being impeccable with our words. So if we want to embrace the third agreement of not making assumptions, we be curious and not judgmental. The antidote to judgment is curiosity. So let's embrace it. Ask questions instead of assuming that you know the answer. The other thing will help us in our third agreement is check our prejudices. Do you know that women can be sexist against other women? Or that most of us have at least a few racist ideas floating around in our brain? We do. If you find yourself jumping to conclusions about another person, take that moment to be brutally honest about yourself and why. Again, don't do it as a form of judgment or punishment to yourself. Just be wholly honest. Then think about what you can do to be more open-minded about an individual or a group in the future. And then listen. Asking questions is an important start, but actually hearing the answers is crucial. Don't ask for the sake of asking. Listen actively and intently when someone honors you with their response. I think that that listening actively is super important. The fourth agreement is always do your best. Of this agreement, Ruiz says, the author, under any circumstance, always do your best. No more and no less. But keep in mind that your best is never going to be the same from moment to moment. Everything is alive and changing all the time. So your best will sometimes be high quality and other times it will not be as good. So for instance, you might be rip raring to go in the morning, high quality, everything gets put out there, feeling great. And then at night, the best might not be so great because you might be tired, low energy. Of course, you want to give your all to everything in life, right? 
but your all will be different. If you're sick, it'll be different if you're overwhelmed. So just commit fully to your life. But with the understanding that your real capacity will vary, you're not always going to operate at a high level. To embrace this fourth agreement of always doing your best, you can listen to your body. Our culture really values, I think, strength and endurance. But sometimes it comes at the expense of actual health. I mean, think about since tennis is is my life right now, I think about Osaka and her struggle and how, you know, the world celebrates her for all her athletic ability. But yet when she's having a mental moment that in in life, not actually one moment, but having tough time mentally, right, that we don't embrace that. So if you're tired, honor the rest. If you're in pain, get the help you need to heal and adjust your expectations to your body when it tells you that you're not okay at full capacity. Another way to help with this fourth agreement is push yourself gently. On the flip side, be aware of when you're not, you're like faking it, right? Mm, Not sure. If you can do better, lean into that. If you need help getting motivated to step up your game, ask for it. And then another way is to reflect. Doing your best, understanding, doing your best means understanding what your best looks like. Journal, talk with other friends, find some creative ways to self-assess your performance, whatever it is in your hobbies, and your relationships. This is especially helpful to people who tend to go, 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 go without pausing. And I know that many of us busy, you know, single parents, whatever, it's go, 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 right? But if we can take a moment and reflect on what we can do, this will help us with these agreements. So just to go back over, the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is to always do your best. I think the strategies and the advice found in the four agreements, it can be used by any person or gender. But I really want to dig in in the next four weeks or so and look at this body of wisdom and specifically from a woman's perspective. As women, we face very specific and endless challenges, right? But given the tools we need to remain true to ourselves, we can refashion those challenges into triumphs. I hope that these four agreements will help you make key changes in how you think, how you feel, and how you react so that we all can learn to be more fully present in our own life. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. And I am looking forward to next week. And I will be sharing with you kind of we'll do a study guide and I'm going to post in the show notes 
guide that I have to go through this. And I'm just excited and hope that you guys will get as much out of it as I have been getting. And I hope you have a great week. Just be positive, be impeccable with your word. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at deborahlenay.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.